This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Abdouri. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much for tuning in wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, or if you're chilling at home watching us live on YouTube. What a show we have in store. Now, the WWE has been booming and everything that's happening on there normally we like to bring you on the show but we like to bring the best superstars in the wwe and who better than billy k is in the building on the show today she is live with us uh, from across the world and i can't wait to have her on the show we talked to her about her rise in the wwe her movement across different organizations the royal rumble her relationship with peyton royce as well how she is adapting to different you know, techniques, styles, recovery, so many interesting things we're going to be covering today on the Halftime Show. So make sure you stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. On Pulse 95. 95. Oh, he loves the fire this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! Welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Adori. I am your host covering everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much for tuning in wherever you are based around the world. It's not every day I get a WWE superstar. Billy Kay is on the show. Billy, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Hey, listen, it's great to have you here. Now, Billy, I want to start from, from way back. Now, you've been watching wrestling. You've been involved in wrestling since the age of 10. You were watching it with your bro. You could have been a basketball player. Why did you choose wrestling? Oh, I mean, I just fell in love with it. When my brother sat me down and I started watching it with him, I just became an instant fan I just became obsessed with it uh you know growing up watching The Rock watching Austin Triple H The Undertaker like they just drew me into this wrestling world and I just I became the biggest fan and I just I knew that that's what I wanted to do with my life so uh, I'm very fortunate to be living out the dream I was gonna say is it, is it something you just knew you wanted to do absolutely I remember I think I was about 16 years old when I really made this decision that uh, I wanted to to be in the WWE, I was going to dedicate my you know entire life to getting to the WWE, and I wasn't going to take no for an answer. Like this is what I wanted my life to be. Um, so the work, uh, yeah, has been going on since I was ten. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. And you've been you've been in the game for a while. You, you've, how did the organizations differ from the WWE? Uh, like in terms back in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, so it's um, it's very different. Um, when I was, I sound so old, I'm like back in the day when I started <laughs> wrestling. Um, but I'm, I'm 32 this year and I started training when I was, just before um, I turned 18. 
Uh, so it was it was very different back then. Um, so I had my first match on my 18th birthday, which I won. Uh, very good. <laughs> um, and then from there, I just spent the next like five or six years um, traveling around Australia, working for different promotions, sometimes in front of 10 people, sometimes in front of 200, um, and really tried to get my name out there and was fortunate enough to come over to America and do a couple of shows uh, for a couple of years. Um, but it, it is very different. The culture is very different. Um, and I found that out when I kind of packed up my life and moved over here. Um, it's been the craziest adventure, but in the best way possible. Amazing. You mentioned training there and something that you, you bring that energy to the WWE. What kind of, how has your training evolved over the years? Oh, I feel like it did like a full 360. Um, you think you know yourself, and then when you arrive at WWE, you're like, oh, I don't know who I am at all. Um, it's very confronting, um, but it's amazing to work on completely different things. Um, you know, at the Performance Center, we have so many incredible coaches, and they all like specialize in a specific thing that can really help you become a superstar. So it was amazing to work with all of them. Um, even like training in the gym changed for me. Uh, it was kind of just this, I was opened up to this whole new world and um, I loved it. I loved every second of it. It's interesting. You give me an inside scoop on behind the scenes when it comes to training with the coaches. Now, when you got that call up to the WWE as an NXT trainee, what was going through your mind to, you know, such a big opportunity? Oh, I mean, you can actually watch it. Um, it's a, uh, they reference the video on um, the Iconics Ride Along, um, which is on the WWE Network. Um, and they filmed the moment where Triple H uh, told Peyton and I that we were going to be debuting on SmackDown. And um, yeah, I was just overrun with emotion. We both just started bawling our eyes out and hugging each other because Peyton has been on this journey with me since the very beginning. Um, so to work so hard for so long, but to also see your best friend do the exact same thing and for her to reach her dreams at the same time that you're reaching yours, it's just very overwhelming. Um, and I'm just, I'm so glad that they filmed that because I always go back and watch it and it's just like the perfect kind of inspiration and motivation that I need. Yeah, well, that, that relationship with Peyton Royce, I mean, like you said, you grew up together. How was that relationship experiencing that roller coaster of emotions together into the WWE? I, we always say we don't know what we'd do if we didn't have each other. Um, it's, so, it's so scary chasing your dreams because there's always like the unknown. And uh, at times you can feel alone, but having Peyton by my side for literally the whole journey, um, for we've known each other for almost 16 years now. We went to high school together. So having her with me to train back in Australia, to we would wrestle each other back in Australia. We had our tryout together. We moved over together. We lived together. Everything was just done together. Um, so to have that support system, especially being so far away from home, uh, was just so invaluable because we are both so close with our families. So that's the hardest thing is being away from them. But to have her with me is my family. So it, it's just, it's uh, 
I always say my relationship with her is just the most special thing in my life. And the WWE fans saw you guys together as a tag team, seeing you guys solo now. Is that weird not having her around when you come out in that entrance? It was at first, I won't lie. Um, when we, when the Iconics broke up, I was, I had so much anxiety. I, I was just, uh, you know, you take that security blanket and someone just takes it away from you. And I was just in shock. It felt so weird the first couple of times coming out by myself. I would tend to like look over and there's no one there. And I'm like, oh, it's just me. Okay, I'll just walk down. Okay, this is awkward. And you've got all these emotions running through your head. Um, I feel like I've, I haven't found myself fully yet um, being on my own, but I definitely think I'm halfway there. I do feel comfortable being by myself, um, which I think is important because that's how you grow not just as a superstar, but I feel like as a woman and kind of evolve. Um, so it's been interesting. Got a, got a little way to go though. And energy, like we said earlier, energy is key. Uh, you come out by yourself, obviously. Now, tell me what a typical day looks like from the moment you arrive in the arena to the moment you come back into the locker room. Oh gosh. How much time do you have? Um, <laughs> Uh, the days can be very crazy and hectic. Um, that's what it's all about. Uh, from the moment that I step into the building, there's this adrenaline. It kicks in automatically. Um, you know, spending a couple of hours, I won't lie, a couple of hours in hair and makeup, um, you know, finding out what you're doing on the show and kind of um, getting changed into whatever you're doing, if it's a promo outfit, if it's um, a wrestling outfit. Um, sometimes we have media that day as well. So we're filming stuff, we're pre-taping stuff, we're doing voiceovers. Um, sometimes we have to sign merchandise. Uh, so you're getting pulled in a lot of different ways. Um, but when it's eight o'clock, that show Smackdown is going live. Um, so you've got to be ready uh, to go out there and just kick some butt, as I like to say. Um, so it's very full on. It's very long days, but it is so worth it. I mean, all the training and all the hard work lead up to those days. So um, at the end of the day, when I'm all done and I've packed up my suitcase and I've come home, uh, it's the most rewarding feeling that you can have. Brilliant. And then so you've done that, you've come home. How does Billy Kay reset? Oh, it takes me a while. So I like to go to bed early and I like to wake up early. But on Friday nights, uh, I have a very hard time kind of coming down because the adrenaline is just so incredible. Um, it takes me a couple of hours. So I don't usually go to bed until like, oh, I want to say like 1 or 2 a.m., um, which for me is, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't like to stay up past 11. I'm in bed by then. So 1 to 2 a.m. is just a very, very late night for me. Um, but I just like to, I like to meditate, actually. I get into bed and I really like to, like, calm my mind down. Um, I usually drink two bottles of water because I'm so dehydrated from just running around like a mad woman. Um, and just really, uh, I also like to just message my family. With the time difference, it doesn't always work out, but I always find that that kind of, calms me and gets me ready for the day if I can just send you know a quick I love you I miss you to my family then that um really settles me down as well 
Nice. I was just going to ask you what you do to recover after putting your body and your mind through through the events. But it's, it seems like you pretty much got the cover with the hydration and then obviously just calming down, speaking to family and just kind of relaxing. Yeah, for sure. And then in terms of like the stress that we put on our bodies, um, you know, the next day I'm, I'm doing like a 30 minute sauna session. I'm going to do like a 30 minute stretch session and just really kind of de-stress that way but in more of a physical uh physical way as well and and the demands of wrestling um obviously takes its tolerance but on your body but also on your mind you mentioned meditation um any hacks for the fans that, that watch you in terms of like do you do uh, ice baths do you do sauna what, what kind of things do you do to recover mentally and physically yeah so I actually, uh, so sauna is a big one. Um, I just bought one, so I it's mm. brand new and it's shiny and I just love it. Um, so I've been doing a lot of sauna sessions, which um, I have found really calm and you're getting a good sweat and it's just, I feel like it's good for the mind and body. Um, I've also just, I, I was never a bath person. Um, and I, I've started to take some really hot baths, like some candles, and uh, read a book. And I found that works wonders. I don't know why I've never tried that. Um, and then also meditating, I do uh, right away when I wake up because I feel like it just puts you in the best mindset for the day. Um, and then another thing that I love to do, uh, I can't really do this all the time, but whenever it's raining, I go out into my back patio and I sit down and I could just watch the rain for hours and I have it's the only time that I find uh, my mind is completely blank there's I'm not thinking about anything so that's been a really big thing that I've that I've done um yeah I think that's about it interesting now 2020 served up a very interesting year for most people 2021 comes in I have to ask you about the Royal Rumble which is available to rewatch in full if you haven't watched it by the WWE Network in the MENA region how was the Royal Rumble experience for you coming into this year? Oh, it was so cool. It was my second Royal Rumble match. Uh, and that was like my brother's and I's favorite show to watch growing up. So that always holds a very special place in my heart. So the fact that he could see me like being entrance for the second time was just incredible. And uh, I had the best time. I, it was so much fun. I just, I love interacting with everyone. Like that's such a big, uh, a, a, a big win for me. If I can just interact with everybody, I'm just so happy um, because I just love seeing different personalities and different reactions. And it just brings me so much joy. So I had the blast. And yes, if you haven't seen the Royal Rumble match, please go to the network and watch it because it was incredible. The whole show from top to bottom. It's always one of those ones, obviously with WrestleMania as well, it's always one of those ones that has that element of surprise. The fans want to know more about it. How has it been, you know, not having the fans physically there for you as a performer, as a wrestler, as an athlete? Yeah, it's been tough. Um, we've kind of gone through these stages. At first, uh, there was nobody and it was so quiet and I'm very loud. So I, I would just hear my own voice and I was like, oh gosh, do I sound like that? Um, so it was very confronting. Um, and then as, uh, you know, uh, safety procedures came into place, we could do virtual fans, which is incredible. The the WWE Thunderdome is so cool. Just screens around and 
I'm so glad that we can still have fans uh, virtually because they are such an important part of the show. Like we can't do what we do without them. So just having them on the screen um, is is so cool. And uh, you know, I really hope this year everyone can just be safe and healthy. Um, but I can't wait until we can get fans back in arenas. It just uh, they they are the reason why we do everything. So having them back will be really really special. Absolutely. Last question. Your fans here in the UAE and in Sharjah obviously would would love to see you on this part of the world. Have you been to this part of the world? I haven't. Really? I would love to. Absolutely love to. Okay, we need to get you on, on when everything is safe. We need to get you on this part of the world, and I'm sure they, they'd love to hear from you. Oh uh, yes, I, that is like a, a dream of mine to to travel and and to be on that part side of the world. So I'm going to take you up on your offer. I'm going to come right. over. <laughs> right, really. Thank you so much for your time. Um, really, really an honor to, to have you on the show. And hopefully we'll be seeing you on this part of the world very, very soon. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves to fire that. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Wow. See what I mean? We bring you the best superstars. Billy Kay was kind of cool. Very, very chilled. Very down to earth. Interesting to see how she she tones down after performing in the WWE. After she is out there working, you know, wrestling, getting the body and mind into the event, and then all of a sudden having to tone down with all the different methods. I like the idea of sitting out in the rain and just kind of watching the water come down. It's very calming. That was kind of cool. I didn't see that coming from her, but I thought I thought it was a good, interesting how she grew up with Peyton Royce as well you know um, knowing someone for that long being in a tag team you know coming out with that person through the you know through the entrance that was interesting and then obviously flying solo the Royal Rumble which by the way you can catch it's available to re-watch in full via the WWE Network in the media region if you haven't checked it out WWE fans you have to check it out really really cool um, event and probably along with WrestleMania, one of the two that you kind of look forward to. The element of surprise, though, is more in the Royal Rumble. As a kid, when I was watching wrestling, that was something I always kind of looked forward to. Who's going to win it? Who's going to come out first? And that was kind of cool to see how she, you know, is embracing and also finding herself, finding her feet coming out as a solo instead of as a tag team. That was kind of cool. I also liked the way. You see the characters when they come out in wrestling compared to when you speak to them or you interview them. Uh, it's very different in the sense that she's still in character, obviously, because she's, that's who she is. But it was nice to see a different side of Billy Kay today, uh, which was which was really interesting. And also, the other thing is, her, you can see her, her eyes light up when we mentioned her becoming an NXT trainee. And so you can go watch that, but you know, when it happened, it happened organically. And that's something you can't really fake. When it comes down to the emotional side of things, that was very interesting as well. So 
Yeah, I hope you enjoyed the show, guys. Remember, you can catch every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, 3 to 4 on 95FM on Pulse95 Radio on the Heart of Sharjah. That's your boy, Omar Alduri. I'm out. I hope you enjoyed as much as I did, and I'll see you soon. Peace. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday from 3 p.m. 